Welcome to the Infinite Attraction Podcast, where we uncover, rediscover, and riff on Miami tech culture with a human-centric take on the builder community. We are your boots on the ground to help you navigate all that's happening in the magic city. We dive into art, music, business, wellness, fitness, psychedelics, and any exploration into living well. I'm Elizabeth Arizari. And I'm Chris Johnston. Chris, we're back, and we're only a few days away from Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, Thanksgiving? I thought you were going to say Art Basel. Wait, slow down. No one cares about Thanksgiving anymore. (laughs) It's this week, and the weather is just spectacular. I woke up, and it felt like Christmas. I I was like, yes. I saw 62 when I woke up this morning. Christmas in Miami. (laughs) I know. I know. I know. Everyone else is freezing already. We're getting into it. We're getting into it. We're getting into it. it. And it's warm during the day. Come on now. So we're going to change things up. There's, you know, current events. Ugh, we all know Google. So we decided that this week we're going to just cover some things happening around Art Basel because it's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of events going on. So, Chris, take it over. Uh, I think uh, I think there's only there's only even one event happening in Art Basel. Uh, <laughs> and, and that is the Valians event going on at Faena. Uh, we had uh, John Oviedo and uh, and everyone else uh, on the show already. Um uh, obviously, Axe Labs one of the one of the big talking points coming out of Miami right now. Huge metaverse founder, and uh, yeah, they're they're gonna probably. I, I know I don't know very little about it. Uh, I just know that it's gonna be open bar at Faina. Uh, if you need a, a little discount code, hit us up, and uh, I think everyone needs to be in attendance there because I think uh, yeah, I think that's just gonna be you know from a technology standpoint, from a full immersive experience standpoint, uh, from probably just fun. We're probably gonna be able to play some of these games uh, i think everyone needs to be monday uh, make sure you take tuesday off and because it's going to be a blast and if you want to know more about them check us out it's on our season two episode 20 vr with them and you'll see a little bit more on that yeah also happening obviously all week um starting tuesday at you have scope scope has a couple events that's yearly yeah, that happens every year yeah 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 but we're going on like full speed you know it's like they injected us with like a lot of Right, because we were talking about one year of no Art mm-hmm. Basel. So there's a lot of events happening. You've got also NF Tuesdays is happening again. I mm-hmm. see that on the calendar at the Kimpton. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that, yeah, it's not going to be. I don't think that they don't have their space anymore at the Fine Bazaar anymore. I think and it was funny. Yeah. I saw those when I was at NFT Basel. I went to the original custom house uh, in the meatpacking district, and it was, it was great. I actually didn't get a chance to see Sam, uh, but I saw Natalia. And uh, and it was uh, yeah it was it was it was great to see them and I was like and, and Cherish was was still working the door and uh, yeah it was, I know it was great to it was the great and, and they're Shout like they're like them. yeah it was like what but you're not supposed to be here and <laughs> well also we do have a show we're not going to be recording live next week so just check it out soon we are also going to be going to nft basel so you can mm-hmm. check us out there i know chris you're working it but i'll be there so we'll see you guys around aside from that then we keep going on to wednesdays um oh yeah the D event the defy and drinks that one's good but it's also just the the after party the upstream after party going on at the gal uh was the gabriel you're looking over the Gabriel here. Hotel. The Gabriel Hotel. So you know, there's obviously you know NFT Basel. I think ends at like five thirty. NFT and, like happy yeah. hour. So right? every, yeah, so, so everyone going from there. I think should just six pile to in. Nine. Yeah. So aside from that, you know, we have the official Miami Tech Happy Hour at the Citadel. I know that some tickets are sold out, but I'm sure some people are just going to show up. Um, that's with Celebrate Miami's Day Two. Uh, scope continued. Then Art Basel Miami Beach. VIP preview begins. Um, that's mm-hmm. literally at the convention center. That's the official yeah. 
Art Basel. Yeah, for anyone not listening, Art Basel is officially uh, one event that happens at the Miami Beach Convention Center. And then the uh, everything else we call Art Basel is technically Miami Art Week. Uh, but, yes. but you know, we, if you just say Basel, obviously we know the whole city shuts down, blah, blah, blah. And it's uh, not a tech event. Yeah, actual. I know. I know. And that's, and that's what I want to make sure. You know, if you're in tech and you're listening right now, Try and see some just art. You know, not everything has to be an NFT. Not everything has to be a networking event where we can all shake each other's hands and uh, tell everyone about how our investments have turned into unicorns. You know, this is about art. Let's just try and let's try and just see some galleries. There's a context gallery. There's you know, Art Basel, Scope, the Red Light Spectrum going on in Mount of Winwood. So yeah. just try and get some appreciation for art. Let's not forget why we're all here. It's a really beautiful week. There's a lot going on in Winwood. There's usually buses that tour you back from the beach over to Wynwood and back and forth, even to the design district, because there's events that happen in all these neighborhoods. Um, So Wynwood back in the day, just a little story time, it used to be that we would do Art Walk the second Saturday of every month more consistently, very unique, Mm -hmm. very warehouse style. And Art Basel, when it's kind of started pouring over to the Wynwood side, it was really fun because like people would come in these buses like full of people and they just get... back and forth pushed back and forth and it was so much fun to see that just energy and i would say that winwood was way more grunge yeah than it was on the beach now every day is art walk at art basel now it's every like, day it's, yeah, yeah. Like, you used to like oh it, winwood was dead if it wasn't second saturday yeah. but there's also some music going on uh stamina uh the stamina art basel edition uh you know i i don't i don't know you know obviously there's the whole gender pronoun thing and and this and that but uh people that are in from the gender fluid community put on the absolute best raves uh, ever and, uh, and and I think if you're into raves, you should definitely go to the the stamina one, and you'll you'll just you're just in for a cultural experience. And um, uh, Abracadabra is kind of a part of like a four day. Uh, it's the same spot. They kind of call it all different things, but it's kind of these. Uh, I think it's at what's it say it's at. Tojem. I don't know what that is, but it's somewhere in Winwood. Uh, there's there's <laughs> different things. Uh, I I'm really excited for A Track and Chromio. I'm not sure I'm going to see it at La Rouge. That seems really good. And then what's that Space last Basel. one? Oh yeah, yeah, Tokyo, a Tokyo monster. Like I, yeah, I. I there's I, a I, lot of events around that. Yeah, Space Basel. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, and then it continues on to the rest: Miami Mural Festival, American Express Platinum Studios. You've got Spectrum continued, Scope continued. Then you go into more tech-related events, which you could see mm-hmm. up on your NFT, NFT uh, community in real life event that's in Brickell at five. Texan Insiders Brunch. You could see that Jadon has that on his page. Then you've got a couple other Basel House and the business of art and NFTs. And then mm-hmm. obviously Honey Dijon. Honey Dijon playing the space park. Come on now. Come uh, on now. That's gonna be that's that. gonna be wild. And and then moving on to Friday, kind of like closer to the end of the week, you've got, you know, obviously the continuation of all the other main events. And we are this one, the Miami Coin. X Art Week mm. 2021. That's a good one at the Sagmore Hotel. So probably sign up for that one. Yeah, I, um, I, if you uh, if you want to get in, I think uh, you know the Suarez Venture Team will be there uh, showing support. Um, I definitely think if you, uh, yeah, I definitely think that's going to be a, a super cultural event to meet to meet the the best people in Miami Tech. Yes, and then you've got the Meta Masquerade uh, secret location link on the on the Google Sheets. Yeah, yeah, go to, go to that. And John, your that sub you gave me is going to live there uh, for that night. Uh, <laughs> and then so Diplo's we... Higher Ground. That's Winwood. Uh, yeah, that's that same. That, that's the, that's the final part of that four part series. They kind of just did a bunch of things for. Her. Yeah, and then you've got Saturday and Sunday. Just a few art 
related events <laughs> that you guys should join. Um, I would say that the Basel House is pretty good. I've I've heard of Basel House before. Uh, and then aside from that, music, other music is Where Are My Keys at the Miami Basel. That sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's I think that's like a twenty four hour party put on by mm-hmm. Will Renard for from uh from the from the pickle. Honestly, by Saturday Sunday of Basel Week, I'm exhausted. Like I'm not like yeah. Yeah, I I doubt I'll even make it. Yeah, oh, especially because the the Meta Masquerade. Yeah, there's no way I'm getting out by by Saturday. I'm gonna be sleeping on that weekend. Completely. And if you have any events that you want us to put on here, feature on here, let us know. Just shoot us a message. You know where to find us. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? Let us know. This is an open access Google sheet. Anyone in the world can add their stuff. So well, you know. just try and just try and look at formatting. Try and make sure that uh, what you put in there doesn't stick out in any way. Uh, you know, I, I, I definitely made an exception. Someone turned the, the Valians event green and I was like almost going to turn it back to turn it back to white. But then I was like, I love those guys so much. I'm gonna let's let's leave that as a, as, a, as, a, as a let's leave that featured in bright green because it does kind of fit their their brand aesthetic, and I'm just so excited for that event. Yeah. So today on the show, I can't believe we finally get these girls in. I'm a huge, huge fan. Defy trends. We have Imjesu Setin. Setin. I don't even know how to say your name. And Elena Gardis. Come on. Did I bosh it? I yeah, told you I think I would. you botched both of them, honestly. <laughs> I told you I would. I mean, you get to redeem yourself here. It's okay. We um... Imgesu. 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 See, oh, I'm sorry. It's a Hispanic in me wants to make it like Hispanic somehow. Hold on. Let's let this, <laughs> let's let this song rinse for a second. Mm. Oh, let's yes. not turn it down just yet. So we got Polo and Pan in the house. Mm. My favorite. This is the vibe. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's get it going. Yes. I am a huge fan, and so I think I saw you where we finally actually was startup at, showdown. Yeah, at the, no, oh. no, but not startup showdown when we talked to her for the first oh, time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So we were actually at the lab, and mm-hmm. you guys were pitching, and I was sitting next to a friend, and we were like, "Oh my god, I love them! I love them! I love them! I love them! They're so good!" I just like super fan girl. So that we were very excited that we were able to get you guys in here to chat with us and. Just to get to know you a little bit. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank Just you. a little introduction. So Thank whoever you. wants to go first, tell us who you are. Tell us what you do, why and why you're doing it. Yeah, definitely. So I'm Imgesu Seaton, and I'm the CEO of Defy Trends. I'm a data scientist, data witch. We don't want to say wizard because <laughs> I feel like that's like... I like data witch. Yeah, I'm a I data like witch. <laughs> I wear a hat. And I'm like, I am owner of all the data. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, uh, what we do at DeFi Trends is uh, we bring simplified data so you can make the most confident investment decisions. And we're a team of exceptional women. Um, I think my co-founder, Elena, will introduce herself, too. But, yeah, we're excited to share what we're doing, why we're so passionate about it and what we're building. Absolutely. Thanks, Imgesu. Yeah, my name is Elena Garidas. I'm the CFO of DeFi Trends and also one of the co-founders. We also have Daniela now on the team. Uh, She's our COO, educational lead, and uh, she's Colombian. We're all very international. I'm half Greek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's Colombian. I'm half Greek, half German. I'm from Turkey. Turkey. Oh wow! Yeah, we speak a lot of languages. If you think about it, how global? Awesome. That's great. Expansion. Well, well, the crypto market is twenty four hours a day, uh, international market. Very international. So you that's... guys cover those bases. <laughs> definitely, we're definitely going to expand like crazy. We're going to be like hands all over. 
global domination. I love it. How did you meet each other? If you're from such different, just you're really diverse groups. So I'm curious how you all met. Yeah, so it was pretty serendipitous. Um, We met in Tulum in Mexico. So Daniela and I were traveling together. Um, We're going to Mexico for a week. I'm putting air quotes Mm -hmm. because we ended up (laughs) staying for two months. And uh, we ended up moving into this uh, community house with six bedrooms, 10 people. Uh, Okay, so real quick, at which part of COVID was this? Because this is obviously a COVID story. Yes. So this was uh, earlier this year in February. Okay, February. Okay, so uh, all right. All right. It was like an entrepreneur house. So everyone had their own business. Um, so I went there because I was living in California and I finished grad school uh, for data science. And then I was like, oh, I need a break. I need to go to mm-hmm. Tulum. And you and, did not get a break. Oh, <laughs> it was so interesting because people are like, oh, yeah, Tulum is a place where you just party and enjoy. And it was actually quite opposite. I built um, the foundation of DeFi trends at that time. I was you know, investing in crypto and made some apps for myself. And I was like, what can I do with this? Like, I, I use it. I'm trading. I'm making great investment decisions. And I met Daniela and Elena. And I was like, oh, I have this amazing app. And I don't know what to do with it. I don't know how to scale it. And it was the start of a beautiful relationship of how we can, you know, I'm not going to let you skip people. over that. You met how like what mm. were we you literally up ended to? Up, we literally <laughs> ended up in the same house. Um, yeah. So we all lived in this entrepreneur house. Uh, there were DJs. There was business owners, uh, data scientists, JP Morgan, uh, exes, I guess. Dancers. Yeah, it was a house full of very intriguing people. And we became a huge like a family there and we empowered each other a lot. So very grateful for them so over a night of mezcal you decided this is it we're gonna work together and DeFi trends was born well it was a little bit of a longer progression uh, from the idea to actually conceptualizing it as a company where we can reach a wider audience and i think one thing that it helped to be in this group of different people with different lifestyles was just to open your mind to all the possibilities of the different lives you can have. So me coming from the corporate world, I already knew I wanted something different and had been in a startup in New York. But um, just the extent dreaming so big um, of what we're doing now at DeFi Trends definitely was a result of all the different factors, all the pe- people pursuing different lives as artists, as entrepreneurs, building their own apps like Imgesu and coming together and also seeing the need for it. Yeah. Having people reach out to us be asking, what should we invest in? Like, how does your app work? Or how we can get into crypto was a big yeah. question because there's a lot of barriers to entry. Enter, enter. <laughs> and uh, what happened actually, how it progressed is I started giving talks at the crypto club in Tulum, which Tulum's a big uh, crypto hub. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about um, data backed crypto investment decisions. And I was trying to teach people about how to use 
uh, open source APIs to, you know, aggregate information in one place so you can make a confident investment decision. And a lot of people were like, oh, my God, this is incredible. I don't want to code it, but how can I use it? And I started giving my beta that I would just make for myself to everyone. I was like, yeah, here's the link. Here's the link. Here's the link. And then it crashed. And I was like, okay, it's not meant for for too many people. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. all these people that are like, I want to use it. So that's just the API calls. Like, you know, they kind of gate how many you can make in a, in a certain amount of time. So is that what kind of happened or? No, it was just the server. It didn't work for that many people. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, but what essentially it was doing was calling a lot of APIs in one place, storing the data, and then visualizing in a simplified way and doing a trend of where it's going with the forecast using neural network. We're going. Very mm. into oh, so we don't even know how this is coming out. Yeah, <laughs> black box. Uh-huh. But yeah, so that's how it started. And then uh, we were like, oh my gosh, this is so important. We should empower people. Uh, to get into crypto, you know, provide them education, provide them tools like analytics and give them research so they have absolutely everything they need to make the most confident investment decision. Yeah, and imagine all of this happened in a beautiful home, sometimes on the beach. <laughs> very true. Um, so very creative environment. So is that what led you here? Why Miami? Out of all places from Mexico, why not stay in Tulum? Yeah, so at that time... When we started the company and we started getting investors, I went to Bitcoin 2021. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Were you guys there? Oh, we, oh, we were here. We know. Oh, <laughs> whoa, We man. covered it very well. Oh, yeah. I was covered. I was like all over the place. I was covered in beer. <laughs> I was covered in champagne. But um, yeah, so that was the start of our exponential growth when we went and I started, um, you know, I guess pitching our company to the big shot investors there and they were like oh my god this is incredible we have your back and we're we're going to scale this so in june was actually one of our highlights of our company growth where you know we got a lot of recognition um met a lot of cool people um yeah and so we were like oh my gosh uh, Miami is the new crypto hub tech hub it's called Miami Silicon Island. Silicon Beach. Silicon Beach. Beach. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I love the place. It's incredible and it's new. So we don't want to follow the trends. We want to set the trends. I love that. Yeah. So we want to. I thought you wanted to defy the trends. What happened? We are also, we define the trends. We're not (laughs) setting setting new trends. So you, did you raise from Bitcoin? Did you like go back to Tulum and then like, then put your plan in action to come back to Florida? So we were all digital nomads. At that time, I was living in Tulum, but like going off to Europe to visit my mom in Turkey. And we were in New York for a little bit. And then uh, we decided we had to pick where to live. So um, all the co-founders were like, let's pick places we want to live in. And I was like, Miami all the way. (laughs) And uh, Daniela wanted to live in San Francisco. And you wanted New York? I forgot. No, I was open. Yeah, yeah. She was neutral, and I was like Miami. And after collecting a lot of data, uh, we came to a decision that Miami is definitely where we should be. Where did you collect that data? And did you like? Did you have some like kind of special way that you visualize that data, or was it was it kind of anecdotal? The DeFi trends backend that you did for (laughs) this decision making. Yeah. So actually, the data I think was a little bit more tangible. We visited in August, and um, we were staying at this Airbnb in the design district. Uh, which we made a little home because we all haven't had homes in so long. We were just traveling around. Uh, And we were just embraced by the Miami community here. Um, There are different 
crypto specific communities women in tech mm. uh, freehold tech nights we met started getting to know more um, crypto people here and it was it just felt right so we were in the flow and that was the um, uplifting energy that everyone gets yes. when they enjoy that it's a good creative space to be in yeah Definitely. it's freshman year out here in miami year. tech i, I the- like that that's a good uh, simile <laughs> We got projects of our own, too, from this creative process. I love that story. And I I like something you said. It felt like home because being digital nomads is fantastic. But you end up losing like you're not grounded. It's very hard to become grounded and, and create on a startup. You want to be around everybody all the time. And doing it digitally, it's just not the same. You don't get that same energy when you're on a computer screen looking at each other versus when you're here or feeling this, right? Because totally. that, that vibration is definitely is a frequency that you're receiving. So it's, it's really exciting. So from that moment, then you guys went over to Startup Showdown. At what point was Startup Showdown feels like forever ago now? I know. Mm-hmm. We still have a giant check in our living room. <laughs> like, you didn't cash it yet? What happened? <laughs> we went to the bank and they were like, we cannot accept that. <laughs> like, ha- was that Happy Gilmore scene? <laughs> he just shows up. <laughs> I want a big one like him. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a piece of art in our living room. Now. So how, was that your first, uh, I would say, showdown or what would you say, pitch competition that you had been to? Well, it mm-hmm. definitely was the first one, and there was around six hundred people that night. So we haven't. We've always pitched to maybe like max five people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And we walked in, and we're like, "What?" It's pretty safe to say Larouge throws pitch nights like nowhere else in the world. It's like, like a club, but it's a pitch night. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like as soon as it's over, the DJ just goes. <laughs> yeah, it was a party. It was uh, in a way. Party. Um, very exciting space. I know, I know, and they actually had you had because there was two winners that night. Yes. Like the whole squad was so good that they were just like, yeah, George, yeah, uh, virtual badge. They're just also. like, they're just like, all right, we're just riding to it today. How amazing! What a good energy. So from that moment, what you guys do with that check? What 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 happened from there? From there, that September to now, we're in November. And real quick, well, that was your first. You said you raised. Did you raise a little money before that yeah. already? Yeah, yeah, they had been raising yeah. since Miami. They said a crypto yeah. uh, twenty twenty. So, what, what type of vehicles were you raising in the in the beginning? We had a convertible note and a sa- and safe. Okay. Um, and this was also a safe. So, cool. should so I just, explain what that is? Uh, I think everyone knows. So, just mm-hmm. non dilutable equity. So, exactly. like, you're not giving pieces of the company up. You just yeah, I don't. Yeah, we're actually, promising why, people, we're yeah. Promising why not explain it? I yeah, like I guess that. why not explain? It? I guess I know, but I totally don't know either. Yeah, so essentially, what you're doing is when you're raising money, you're selling part of your company for funds, but because at really early stage companies, it's hard to value the company itself so you're basically delaying that and you're saying okay whenever you do a valued round when you're more established with a vc then uh, we're going to get x percent um of the company during that time but we're going to give you the money in advance so it's an agreement for future equity Uh, okay simple agreement for future Mm -hmm. equity safe yeah, and now we're raising well for tokens, so we're in the. That's what I like to hear. Ooh. What's your ticker Tell symbol? Do you have a? Do you have a ticker? 
Just defy. Love it. Because we defy. Love yes. it. Love it. So, okay. So real quick, I want to get right into that because you saw what happened with ENS, right? ENS yeah. pushed all that, all the tokens out to the early adopters. Like, you know, if you're just kind of an everyday non-accredited investor and you pick up some DeFi token, you know, maybe obviously you can't talk too much about it. Maybe you haven't thought about it at all. But like, what are some of those kind of perks you're getting or you're, that you would think that so, you're buying into? Yeah. So a little bit about what we're doing, that would be actually a good context to like why we have the token itself. So uh, we're creating this AI and data backed uh, crypto intelligence platform to help investors, businesses make confident investment decisions. So like a simplified Bloomberg terminal with everything you need, including aggregate news in one spot, uh, indicators, education, and research. So to power our education and our research, we're launching our token right now mm-hmm. uh, actually in january we're gonna throw a huge uh what do we call it launch party launch party <laughs> everyone is invited yes. it's gonna be really big well, don't invite everyone oh. <laughs> you better be better gate it somehow otherwise everyone's gonna show up that's also true so it's gonna be a big party but um to power the education and the research platform we do a type of earn to learn mm. functions so we're trying to gamify the way we look at an intelligence platform. So after you finish a module, you get rewarded with our DeFi token. Uh, so the community has gains tokens. And in the uh, decentralized research component, um, a network of freelance researchers can submit publications to our platform and get rewarded in DeFi. So learn to earn. Just play oh. to earn. It's like play to learn, earn Share to earn. Share to earn. I love yeah, that. Yeah, so like submit your thoughts because what is crypto? A lot of thoughts and innovation comes from individuals and what they think. And that's a little bit how the market actually moves too. So we allow um, a place where you can submit it, get rewarded, and you can pay for our platform platform with our tokens as well so you can stake to unlock apy and we have governance meaning you can vote on features and vote on the research so there's a leaderboard kind of gamified as well so which research that the community likes it goes uh you can reward it or we call tipping okay you just so you just used the word staking for apy let's go back to you and i want you to explain a little bit about what that is for the audience yeah, sure. So let's say you believe in DeFi and you just bought uh, a few DeFi coins um, and you're just holding them in your wallet because you think long term DeFi is going to go up in value and great and be great. Um, so what you can do instead of just holding it in your wallet, you can stake it. So there will be a page on our website where it says stake here. You connect your wallet and then you earn interest in it. So it's similar to a certificate of deposit in regular finance. CD. CD, exactly, where you just commit your money to not touching it for a few months and then the bank would pay you interest. But in this case, you would get DeFi tokens as interest. So APY is an annual percentage of yield. Mm-hmm. So a CD can't go down because it's kind of backed by the bank. And if, if I if I stake, is there any risk of getting back less than, than I... I mean, obviously, the APYs are insane in the crypto market, uh, but there's some risk involved. Uh, you know, if we stake in DeFi... What's the what's the risk tolerance, if that's the right word? Yeah, there is risk. So um, obviously you cannot touch the whatever you stake, so whichever coin so, that so is. So opportunity cost. Opportunity cost for ones, and then also the price of the token can go up or down. So you could have lost on that on that 
if it went up. So a, a lot of coins have, have been doing something similar to that now, and, and I've seen it on some of the apps. But even the Miami coin, you could do that. Oh, yeah. So, oh, I'm fully staked. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I actually got my first Bitcoin from staking oh. Miami coin. Yeah, I, I never had any. I've, I've been an Ethereum maxi since this all started. And uh, so I've always just had Ethereum. And then so I staked my Miami coin to get stacks. And then I, I officially, my little bit of stacks I had, I staked and I officially got you know, just a couple hundred sats. And I was like, oh, my first Bitcoin. There nice. we go. <laughs> and now you're a Bitcoin maxi. Yeah, now <laughs> nothing else matters. <laughs> so what's the percent that they get back for doing so? So TBD, <laughs> yeah, we're still working that out. Um, and those things also change uh, depending on, on you know, the market yeah. and the project. So closer to our launch, we will in January. Exactly. exactly. Very exciting. So talk, walk us through a little bit. You have a, a beta out right now, mm-hmm. right? So we, we saw some of it this today when we, we chatted with you. Walk us through why did when you released the beta, which was actually recently, only like a month ago, yeah, right? Definitely. So right now we're at the stage where we're collecting feedback. So we um, have the best user experience for our users. And internally, we're about to go through our third iteration because um, the first one we didn't have live, uh, the second one is live, and the third one is probably what we're going to have live until we launch our token, um, having all of our features and our revamped website, which we're really excited to show. Um, so what we have right now is the user can go in completely free, um, ch- click on our beta, they can sign up to get newsletters. Uh, we give pretty much all the news, um, all aggregate simplified um in a weekly newsletter so if you guys want to sign up for that and you can go in and you can see the top trending coins of the day every single day mm-hmm. and i think this morning it was meta it was polygon cream cream solana serum, serum carry and meta yeah and meta yeah these are i knew that they were actually trending before i actually looked because i've been i literally read news like a automated machine i'm like on twitter so um so instead of actually that's such a great example so instead of like scrolling through twitter for like 16 hours our software does it for you because it's like just like you sink in and it's like a vortex that you never come out of you have to be like Mm. oh you wake up and you're like oh damn it i've been scrolling for too long and then you put it down you know but but it's also wouldn't it be a good way to kind of get because right now like you know we have these filter bubbles that we're living in and you only have your own followers so you don't know whether you know you just you and all your friends are blowing this up and no one else in the world cares exactly. or is this really a you know a global trend you know looking at all the twitter um but yeah let's talk about you know how are you getting some of these numbers so yeah, obviously that's a, that's obviously you have the defi score which is just kind of you know your best your best uh, estimation from mm-hmm. all these things but what are some of the factors I, I know you said you had some open source apis mm-hmm. are you utilizing scrapers to find some of the sentiment are you are you like plugging into some like lamp some aws features to pull back the sentiment like what are you what are some of the so we built everything um ourselves so we use an internal scraper um, that utilizes over a million data sources. Um, this includes the open source social media aspects like Twitter, YouTube, Telegram, Discord, Reddit. Reddit, most importantly, sorry. Most important, yeah. <laughs> yeah what what are the apes popping. doing? Oh, yeah, they're like, yeah. Um, yeah, so all the social media that we would pretty much use to get any information on crypto um, and then all of the websites that are you know influencers in the space so 
news um, outlets. We have over like, I don't know, so many. That's why I'm saying it's a million because that's our quota that we have mm-hmm. on it. Um, and it's like every outlet of information that any one person would use to see, you know, what's going on. So we sift absolutely everything. So we have everything. So then we know the general sentiment of where the market is as a whole and as individual for each project. So how are you actually getting the sentiment from like just mm-hmm. text to speech? Yeah. So text has data. Yeah, definitely. So we create yeah, not to speech, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we use text as data, we store it, and then we use um, sentiment packages. I don't know if that's too... Of course. No, no, no. Okay. Like Vader. I'll just give an example of one. There is like packages and... Is this like a Python package or... It's in every... It's It works every in every language. Okay. Yeah, you can just um, have it, but it's in Python. It's in R. It's in Node.js. Like you can use it. It's in Java. Um, okay. They have it. And you can create a sentiment and it's a... What, is a sentiment a sentiment is a score from negative one to one so neg- zero being neutral that it's like uh-huh. yo uh-huh. yeah so that's what would you say that's a zero i feel like zero. that's like a point four. like <laughs> yo no, like, i like the zero my sentiment is always high because i'm like oh my god wonderful yeah I, i'm so. a high too i think everything's amazing it's yeah. yeah so you guys are a little skewed up what it would be We're a zero <laughs> Maybe zero is just I don't care. Zero would be like, eh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This means that's nothing like to me. For me, man, it's not I like guess. anything's bad or anything's positive. You're just like, eh, you're good, neutral. You're like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anyway. So um, a negative one would be that the trend is like sell, um, like any negative condensation. What would you say? Connotation. 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 Condensation. Uh, on the market would be that but the packages that we do we develop on top of them to make sure we include emojis absolutely everything there you go. so mm-hmm. like when someone's like i l o v v v v v i mean sorry l o v e it so you know like our pop culture we have different uh-huh. ways of tweeting and yes. it, it, it takes yeah. in that as well and Genius. adds to it yeah. yeah so it's a really powerful tech that we're using and we use a lot of uh, different nlp algorithms to do like topic modeling on the news so you don't have to sift through thousands of articles and it gives you like general like what is, what is it really about in the article instead of the title like can we go back to this emoji thing like yeah. so have you like <laughs> what, what would what like like if you had to guess like what would the live long and prosper emoji be uh on the sentiment score like just just like if i just tweeted live long and prosper emoji press tweet like what would you think the sentiment score would come back at that i, I as? think well live if you are the only data input it would probably be high um because the DeFi score is also about the health. So first of all, the DeFi score doesn't only include sentiment. Yeah, so I was talking about just sentiment, but okay, let's, let's sentiment. Like, okay, but keep okay. going, keep going on that, keep let's, going on that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one is just like, what would that be? I think yeah, it was just, yeah, yeah. Pause at that one. Positive. Go yes. on. <laughs> so moving forward, so the DeFi score incorporates sentiment, but it's an aggregate score. So we also add market data. So that's you know what is happening real time. Trading volume, exactly. Trading volume price. and fundamental analysis. So we also scrape, for example, GitHub um, to see for mm. a, especially. Is anyone forking it? Is anyone? Yeah, contributors. At it? How yeah. many people on yeah. the project? How much are their comments? Are they mm. updated every day? Like we'd be freaking like killing it because we're just like. Every time I talk to my tech team, I'm like, did you comment that? Did you push it? Did you push it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, for example, our project would be... How'd you let this healthy- PR get in? Come on. <laughs> we got a company to run. I know. I'm, so I'm there's a- different sections on here. So when I go scroll down and I'm looking at trends and sentiments, you've got 
right now the tab that's all where you see all of the coins and you got the name the price the change which is 24 hours and i guess you can change that um Mm -hmm. eventually because we're in beta and then you have market cap buzz and defy score what exactly is the buzz and what exactly is a defy score yeah Okay, I'll, I'll explain it. So the DeFi trend score, I'll start with that and what data points we, um, you know, what we use to get our secret sauce, as we call it. And I think Elena briefly explained to it, it doesn't use just one indicator, it uses multiple. So it's a aggregate score from zero to 100, and it expresses the health, the well-being of that project itself. And it utilizes the sentiment score, mm. uh, which incorporates all those social media sentiment, the buzz, the news, the exchange score, uh, the GitHub score, on-chain analysis, fundamentals, technicals, and it is generally the whole market itself. How is it doing? But for example, I have a question here. So if, if, if everyone's trending and is saying, oh my God, you know, Dogecoin is is amazing. We love it. We love it. Mm-hmm. Does that mean it gets a high score? That means it's the price is just going up. Maybe that's not something I want to invest so, in. Yeah, yeah. But it compares to the whole ecosystem. So yeah. So it's normalized to its own ecosystem. Not all coins list on the same ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So um, so they each get their own individual analysis, not yeah. as a whole. It's just trending, and then it gets a high score because mm-hmm. that doesn't mean anything for that coin exactly. necessarily. It's normalized. If you don't normalize, you can't compare anything to one another. Yeah. I wanted to explain that as much as possible so that people understand that because they may say, oh, this is trending and that's just what that score means, um, but not necessarily, right? No, not necessarily. So each – what an index means, like when you have Google Trends Index, I don't know if any of you guys heard about it. Yeah, it's, like the search. Yeah, so the search index is not just the general volume of how many searches mm-hmm. one term has, but it is the general relative uh, search term to the whole searches on the internet. Yeah. So, Given that, how you create a score is that you normalize the DeFi trend score to the how popular it is given the whole market. Like market dominance is an, a, a variable in our DeFi trend score, which is like a greed and fear index. I don't know if you guys heard of a greed and fear index. So how much the, the greed is and the fear is. So it, it usually ex- is expressed through market dominance of the given coin. We should call that the ape and beta score in oh crypto. My God, like, that, <laughs> maybe we should change it to that. That's such a great because, idea. Because otherwise you're aping into something, and if you're fearful, you're just betaing out of it. <laughs> wow, that's a great one. I love that. I'm done with the fear and greed. I the fear like and greed, like, that's so web two. Yeah. That, that's like <laughs> stock market. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, so we utilize a lot of that to create it. So it's it's... I don't want to say it's a rating system, but it's just an index. I don't know how to. Yeah, you know, no, that makes sense. That. No, yeah. that that's a good explanation. So we're here on, and we clicked on one. So Dogecoin, uh, Chris, Chris's selection here, <laughs> um, and and it's a, there's a cent score and a buzz trend on a meter. And so, what exactly is that buzz trend represent for that Dogecoin, for example? Anything you could speak to that? Yes, I'm curious. What are the values for the cent and buzz? Here, They're I'll turn it around. Oh, yeah, down the middle. Right down the center. Ooh. Look at it. That's a good you know one. It's really interesting that I'm also not wearing my glasses. Hold on. <laughs> I am a blind person. Interesting that the sense the sentiment score is actually not as positive as you would expect on it because that's pretty low. Yeah. It's well, not has been dropping recently, so that's why. And you know, actually literally before walking in, I was checking the news and everyone's just been shitting. Sorry, I don't know. Yeah, no, I just oh, said shit coins. We're good. Oh my god, okay. 
shit, shit, shit all you want. Okay. Literally, that people sucks. were uh, talking <laughs> negatively about uh, Dogecoin and how it's just such a disgrace to crypto itself since it's such a great technology. And well, you could see it here on your website. That is so interesting. Accurate readings here on Defy Trends. <laughs> yeah, so you can see that um, each one is different. So the buzz trend itself is what the news thinks about it. So okay. more published mm-hmm. um, newsletters includes Bloomberg or everything like crypto so, news. But is it is it this, is it a, is it just a, a number of like how many hits it gets or is it the sentiment of the buzz of the media? Uh, again, it is also normalized to all. So we have all these news outlets. How many percent of it is being talked about for Dodgecorn? So it's just it's negative. just more about volume than sentiment. It's no. This is the sentiment of it. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's so there's sentiment. There's sentiment. Oh, so wait. Is sentiment uh, just people, like people talking about it, and then buzz is the. I'm just trying to exactly, figure out exactly. So yes. sentiment is individuals speaking about it. So people's personal opinion, like and you that, and I, just tweeting about it, it, would be a sentiment. But that you're just grabbing all what people are saying, plug it into a natural language, mm-hmm. uh, you know, deep learning net, and then it spits back out your little float value. Uh, between negative one and one, but then uh, then buzz is that also measuring sentiment of what the of what the press is talking about, or is it just number of hits talking about? It? Is this kind of a volume thing? So this one actually incorporates two things. Um, it incorporates the volume of given all of the news that we have and the sentiment for it in okay. the news. All right. Yeah, so question. it has two variables in it. Yeah, and that also affects the DeFi trend score. Of course, seventy, but seventy is pretty pretty high actually. So yeah. it's still doing good, but it shows you that um, just the general buzz and the sentiment is pretty low, which I'm happy about because I am definitely not a Dodge Maxi. <laughs> I yeah. do not enjoy it. No, it's a it's a it's, yeah, it's just, an inflationary asset. Like yeah. I mean, come on, how are we gonna how are you gonna be a crypto with an inflationary Uber asset? Every driver that I go and they're like, oh, you're in crypto. What about Dogecoin? I'm like. I know. Oh my, my God! God. Yeah. Is, I, was like, Can you, I was like, "What is the utility of it?" And he's like, "What?" There's he doesn't know. He's just heard about it. That's yeah. it. Someone in the family talked about it in the group So that's chat. why. You, that's what I'm saying. Public opinion why... is so important. And there... The coin was Chia. Chia, Chia was oh, what Chia. I was like ah. stuck on, guys. I couldn't. I was like, "What the hell?" I can't think of this. Right. It was Chia. That's why I was like, "What is it?" I just had a conversation on it. That's why it was like fresh in my brain, but also not fresh because I forgot it. Did but it just come to you, or it did just you came to it? me because my brother texted to me. I was oh. like, "Dude, I don't know." <laughs> so, so it physically came to you on your phone, in my phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just came to me on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> in the physical form of pixels. Right. Um, exactly. So the website's pretty smooth, pretty easy to, to use right now. It's in beta. What comes after? Mm-hmm. What What's next? What's the, when's the next release? And what could we expect from here? How are you receiving? Like, how do we submit if we have feedback for the website? And who do you want the website to reach? Because if you want feedback, that's a different audience, too, that, you know, is it just us here? Or should I send it to my mom and my brother at home and say, like, hey, check this out? You know, we have our own family group chat where we, like, learn about investments. And my brother, we, cool. we make that's fun awesome. of it. We called it Crypto Caracoles. It's like a Hispanic thing where <laughs> it's kind of like saying you're going to get your tarot cards read, but it's like uh... Caracoles. Yeah. So we talk in there. We just share what we know so that our family who speaks Spanish can try to understand and make their own decisions. And then Google. So we'll share documents and things and like articles and then they're they're able to like feel involved where their community doesn't have that kind of involvement i think you tweeted about it didn't weren't you say hey can't we uh can we translate some of this into spanish was, yes. is that, was that one of your so things I, I did it i did a tweet recently where i was like i need some
someone who's patient, first of all. Oh, yeah. That's exactly, that was definitely <laughs> I started, I, I caveat, patient, and who wants to sit down and help me translate some of this language. And I put a couple words out there, right? Like, it was, obviously, crypto was one yeah. of it. Um, Dow. Yeah. Um, actually, it was, like, a few words. Um, and I was like, how do I trans, even, how do I translate this over? And I thought I knew I could until I tried to do it. And it didn't sound smart at all. I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what the hell I'm saying. Like, it's really tough for me to translate in Spanish. And I was thinking about that. Like, it's yeah. so when someone sees this website, even if it's in English, can they read it? Can they understand Yeah, it? you guys have all kinds of different languages. You oh, know? yeah. So, That's... like, what are some of those international barriers that language puts up? So I throw a lot of things at you. Take your time. <laughs> sit through it. So... <laughs> I want to talk firstly about the Latin America aspect of us like growing and providing our platform there. As we said, our co-founder, Daniela, is from Colombia and it is in our roadmap that we will be expanding to Latin America. As we know, it's growing more popular and I'm, I see it, a general trend of Latin American countries adopting crypto. As, and you're in the hub. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, exactly. So we're, we're very happy to bring this product completely translated, um, easily used since our value proposition is bring crypto to all we don't want to just have crypto to all for people in america we want to allow everyone to benefit from it and enjoy crypto as much as we do so Mm -hmm. we're definitely in the route to expanding there definitely in turkey we actually had a conversation with elena we're like oh my god let's have a conference in turkey because i know how popular it is in turkey and especially with the lira dropping so much this week yeah they literally one dollar to Mm -hmm. one turkish lira is 12 so that's actually why we see it in el salvador that it's a great way yes. of protecting the country exactly yeah so we we might see it in turkey as well let's see but yeah. we want to like empower people there as well that's a big thing for for a lot of the for a lot of those countries because like they're like oh how can you run your country on on something that's so volatile it's like well because you know at least it's going volatile up yeah. you know <laughs> that's exactly what look at turkish lira literally three weeks ago one dollar was eight and now it's 12 and i was like what 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 is yeah. that yeah the inflation they saw in south, south america like it was like a loaf of bread went from like affordable to not affordable in in a matter of like a week like venezuela i believe it's a big know. deal yeah. yeah yeah exactly i'll so say that's when you know that crypto is a powerhouse of you know helping countries yeah and it has real utility it's not just mm-hmm. um speculation <laughs> so yeah, Wait, you don't so, like our lotion? I love it. It's okay. so good. <laughs> Sen- hand I think you're the first person to use the lotion. <laughs> I love this energy here right now. It smells so good. Etheric <laughs> <laughs> <Theory> oils. <laughs> this um, is what we do in here. <laughs> oh, it does smell good. It just hit me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're the first person to ever actually use it. But hand been sanitizer yeah. for all of you who are listening to the energy in the room. <laughs> just imagine tea tree oil, peppermint, and thyme. Mm. Mm. <laughs> John, good pick over here. Look at you. Yeah, so we know that crypto is the future and we want to spearhead everyone to get in and we want it to be inclusive. So that's definitely our power, I mean, our value proposition. But I get what you're saying about the translation challenges because it's almost, and 
Um, both Como of you se said dice. That. Yeah. Como se dice, yeah. But even in English, you see something that's supposed to be English and you don't know what it means. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what we'll be adding in our beta a lot more of is integrated explanations, like tool tips where you can hover over something and it's explained. We're also going to be launching uh, our educational courses very soon. Um, nice. So they're already developed, so we're just going to... Um, you know, and so these them. these integra- these courses are not going to be like paid courses. They're going to pay you to to learn these courses. Is exactly. this, this is kind of yeah. You know, and this, that's this why you're going to hold our token exactly. Hodel baby. Yeah, I think I, I was like doing it. a search the other day because I was having this conversation uh, with someone that didn't know anything, and within the description, I had three words in there like yield and other things and. And then it was like, okay, but I don't know what that means. And in mm. Nova, we talk about dumbing it down. We have actually have a mm. course in a communication club that we have about dumbing it down. And it's and it's like really dumbing it down means explaining everything and having the patience to slowly explain it without using these words that maybe someone doesn't understand because that's where the barrier to entry is to have interest where where it is a complicated field, right, to understand. So if, you, if you're able to do that and not just explain it with more complicated words, mm-hmm. it makes it easier for those who... Who, who maybe know a little bit of English and they know enough English to be out there defending themselves working, but maybe they don't know those terms, right? So that's yeah. where I was getting at with that with that post. I was like, I need someone that wants to do this and sit down and talk about it. But tell us about what's coming after when what what's the next release for the website? Definitely. So we're going to release the second iteration um, at the end of the month. <laughs> I just saw that it's the 23rd. Um, Ooh, a few days. <laughs> yeah, so... Plenty of time. Yeah, so... And the thing is, where we're doing is we're not having, like, this huge release. As we update it, we we put it up live. Build in public. Yeah, we Hashtag. just build in, Yeah, I don't think it should be, you know, like, okay, we have to make it absolutely perfect and then launch because that's how you get feedback. That's how we see... It's already reliable data. We know that we back-tested it. It's just that we're adding more features to it. We're making it look better and more organized. So, yeah, definitely stay tuned and uh, la- launch the product and I think that's. Out. I think that's probably one of the most important things you can do. And, you know, at, at our at our shop, you know, we've seen a lot of people that just have this fatigue of not wanting to release. It's not perfect. Mm-hmm. And it just eventually just doesn't get in anyone's hands. Exactly. And it's just like, okay, well... You know, nothing we can do to, to to get you to launch it. So I'm I'm happy to hear that that would that's your iteration. Like I see here on the site uh, in this beta, you have a, a little left nav going on on, the, on this little sidebar, yeah, it's and it's just you know you just have them disabled now, so you can mm-hmm. kind of you you kind of show them where it's going. But hey, it's not here yet. And and yeah. uh, so what about so talking oh, about patience? Oh. Um, yeah. Be patient with us, please, as we release things out, as uh, we develop them and give you little goodies and little gold nuggets. Eventually. Do you have like an email box that if people if people yeah. find yes. something that if like if they find a bug or they just they have a question, they have like some some place that you can uh, really rapidly get feedback from new users? Contact at defitrends.tech. Sorry, contact at defitrends.tech. Yeah, that's tech. being edited. It's mm-hmm. at the bottom of our uh, web page as well. Amazing. Okay. So we'll look for it. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And so to sign up, to, do you need to do anything for the beta or just go on the website and you can... Because I remember I did I signed up for something and then I got an email that the beta was going out and then I went on the website. So is there yeah. anything that they need to go? What's the website? DeFi trends.tech. 
Exactly. DeFiTrends.tech. And you can just access it without logging in, without anything, by clicking on the beta tab on the top. Um, And then you can sign up. Also, that way you'll get notified when there's new things up, um, such as the educational tab. And as um, Gesu mentioned, we're also sending out the weekly newsletter. Um, We won't bombard you with emails, but just sharing um, some insights from the week, news about the crypto markets, as well as our company uh, resources. So, yeah, just part of the community. Oh, and people can also go and Telegram and join our Telegram community. It's a little bit more free flow. We share Mm -hmm. thoughts and ideas and just have a conversation there with anyone who has questions. We really want it to be an inclusive and open environment to ask questions, even if you think they're stupid, they're not. Yeah. Where do you currently go to to, to see all of that, to sign up and and to get on the Telegram? In Telegram, if you just search DeFi Trends, it's the one that appears with a a lot of people in the community. And on Twitter, we're also DeFi Trends underscore underscore tech. Okay. Yeah. Easy. We'll find you. That's amazing. It should be on the website, too, the little icons. So any... uh, any buzz around NFTs for you guys? Anything that you are thinking about? Because I yeah. don't know. I mean, you have a platform, women in tech. I don't know. Yeah, can you, I'm pick, just can you pick the next CryptoPunk? Or? So actually, we, we're doing NFT analytics. We, we give our mm. um, analytics on the NFTs, which is so popular right now. That's why we're going to be talking about it in NFT Basel. And we're thinking of minting our company uh, profile picks for us. <laughs> I so love fun. that. Yeah. No yeah, reason not DeFi to. Girls. <laughs> no reason not to. Yes, yeah. you should definitely do that. That's so much fun. That's in the works. And in the roadmap, any other exciting projects that are coming that maybe you can give us a little snack on? In terms of our company? Yes. Well, the token is probably the most exciting thing right now. So mm-hmm. we're building that. Um, we are talking to community members about that. Uh, we're going to be having an airdrop as well. Ooh. So if you follow what, us... On what the, chain is that going to be on? So it's going to be multi-chain. Uh, we're building on ERC-20, which is the Ethereum uh, platform. And then we're bridging to other um, chains as well, uh, such as uh, AVAX and um, Polygon. Polygon. Uh, so that that's you, Avalanche. Yeah, Avalanche? yes, Avalanche, Avalanche which oh, has big been. Fan. I'm a big fan girl. Yeah, no, I, I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm glad. I'm glad they invested in our company. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm there you definitely go. a big fan. Have you talked to Algorand at all? Um, no, we haven't. Yeah, they they're 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 they're, they're writing checks, just non non dilutive. You know, just uh, you know to just because they they have. I think Algorand is is running El Salvador. I think they're doing a lot of the. A lot of the, the the base platform there, mm-hmm. so there could be some opportunity. Definitely. So so if you do this airdrop and it's an ERC, are you paying gas fees to send those or? We are the company's covering those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And we're sending a bunch. So of tell DeFi us more about token. the airdrops. <laughs> yeah. When? What? Where? I'll take anything if you're covering <laughs> yeah, so, gas fees. <laughs> yeah, we're so covering the, gas fees. If you uh, are I don't on Telegram, know. we and, talk and, about it when the days are. Yeah, and if people that don't know, like the gas fees are non like, more than yeah, anything you're yeah, they're right like now. that's like seventy-five to three hundred dollars depending on when it's. Yeah. Oh yeah, how about that? How about how about a tool that uh, is just kind of like a limit order on like okay, I want this. 
but I don't want to pay seventy five dollars in gas when when the gas fees hit that. Can you execute? What is if you there could share the gas there? fee and, and just buy everything at once with a group of people? Oh Can my god, that? that's such a great idea. <laughs> it, Can it happen? I don't know the it technical. I don't know the tech. I know well, I know that there's some things that do that, but I know that there's. But things. you, but me, like an average person that's not like wants to buy a couple things, but. You know, I don't want to like. I'm going to pay a gas fee already on it, and someone else is also buying a couple things. I'm like, hey, let's so just, just buy like, it together. Buy it together. It splits automatically, so yeah, but I it's get. It's going to be expensive. I mean, it'll still given. be, but it's still less because you pay less yeah. of that gas fee. The more you buy, it doesn't mean you're paying, but you have several transactions. You're still paying for that high gas fee versus that one transaction of everything at once. You pay it, but it's not going to be as much as if you paid it individually. Yeah, so Ideas. kind of like a fund. Yep, throwing well, it out there. <laughs> <laughs> love the brainstorming session. Yeah, yeah I love that's, it. Yeah. That's what this is all about. I hope some of our listeners do it. Yeah, someone listening out there, let us know. <laughs> yeah, but that's where Avalanche and Polygon come in with, uh, you know, not as much, not as expensive gas fees, and mm-hmm. that's the race for the new um, leading chain so would you would you mint it on ethereum port it over to polygon and then mm-hmm. distribute that way so you're not paying the gas fees when you're sending them out is that how that works that's how it works oh yeah so keep that in mind definitely that's that's what a lot of people are doing okay so we will be on the telegram very soon waiting for the drop <laughs> very exciting you'll be the first to know yay we're so excited are you guys going to anything exciting this week for our basel coming up Anything that we week. have to check out next week, you know, next this week, week, this week is oh, done. Next yeah, week. there's, there's a lot Tuesday. going on. You, you said we canceled Thanksgiving now. Okay, <laughs> okay fine. Well, there's also you. Art With Me this, this weekend, oh, which I'm um, really excited about. What's that? This is Art the second With one. Me. It's another It's festival. like a Tulum style festival that yes. they're doing. I'll send it to you. Art With Me. Yeah, I, I follow them on, on Instagram. Yeah, it's like art. Okay. And wellness. I'm with it. Yeah. I'm with it. And you also know? music, so... Um, we're going on Sunday. I'm trying to figure out. I don't have tickets. Mm. I don't have tickets either. So who can get us tickets? <laughs> Let's so, send it to the audience. I the, the, we the, have a referral link, but I don't know if we can share that on on the air. We won't share it here. We'll discuss it offline. Okay, mm-hmm. sounds good. But DM you can just buy info. it on the <laughs> on the website. Um, but yeah, there's as because I said, music, wellness, um, and That's beautiful life art, like 3D sculptures. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, cool. Great. So we'll see you guys at our Basel, our yeah. NFT Basel is where mm-hmm. you're going to be Basel. speaking. So we'll put up more info when we share, you know, the show f- to everyone else. So where they can find you, follow you, join Telegram. You guys will be at uh, at the Upstream Happy Hour after NFT Basel. Is that what's uh, on your list if people want to, uh, you know, get an autograph or something? <laughs> so and actually we'll have another event that we're hosting with one of our investors. It's like a satellite investor event so we'll be there um okay but we maybe we can meet at the after after party or or any day before or after that um yeah well let us know where the after party is we want to hang we love this we'll shout out on our telegram and twitter where we'll be yeah but we're yeah. going to this mm-hmm. oh and where we're the also going to have all of our cool swag so Ooh. our slogan is get ready Talk data to me. Ooh, so like we it. have talk data to me t shirts, phone cases, t- um, stickers. Awesome. When's the swag up? 
So we'll have it at the event at the NFT Basel. We have a booth there as well. Um, and then we'll just be carrying some of it around. Probably not too many t-shirts because it's heavy. Yeah. But um, giving it out to anyone who wants. Well, Love I'm it. a large if, uh, <laughs> you can, if you can have one. If I... We'll write it down. Uh, we'll sweet. keep it for you. <laughs> awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, thank you both top so much. Top of the much. hour. Yeah, we're at the top of the hour. See, it goes by so fast. Um, but thank you so much for being here. Your energy was really great. I'm excited to see what's, you know, what's to come for Defy Trends. And we'll stay in touch you guys know where to find us we're live on tuesdays at 10 a.m not today but we will be other days mm-hmm. <laughs> on jolt radio and you can follow us on twitter at the ia pod and on instagram the infinite attraction podcast and that's all for today folks thank, thank you, you all for having so much us. for coming thanks. down thanks for having us that was fun yes <laughs>